Hello there. Welcome to Babylon with the boys. I just dropped chocolate on the carpet. Utter buffoon. It's all right. It came out. I'm Carl Gervais. And uh, yeah, I've been I've been up since five forty-five this morning. So going. Oh, you poor soul. Going good. We're doing a, a little bit of a late night podcast tonight. It's going to be good though. It's eight. Tired <laughs> energy out of me. Burning, burning the eight o'clock oil. Hmm. We're burning the eight o'clock oil. The eight o'clock oil. It's not. It's not too much of a late night. It should be alright. Well, if you're up at five in the morning, it is. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Pass it on to you. Oh dude. my guy. Oh. My name is Spencer Chef, Spencer Jordan Fleming. And uh, yeah, I woke up at eight o'clock this morning. So um, I'm not as oh. sleepy time spenny. Um, 12 but, hours ago. Yeah, almost to the, to the dot, almost there actually. Um, but yeah, no, today, wow. today, yeah, today, we are talking about Marvel Entertainment. Uh, Marvel's got some new stuff. Yes. Marvel's mm. got some new stuff. Marvel's got some new stuff. Marvel's got some new stuff. I almost killed myself because I had to go a whole year without a Marvel movie in the theaters. But now I'm here again. And I've seen like four times. So You have seen like four times. Yeah. I've only seen it once. Spencer has oh. seen it multiple, multiple times. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. No, I know my friend the last time because I knew I know all like all the words to it now. <laughs> the whole movie. Uh-oh. I was just going at her. Don't so. you like it? There's so many pockets. <laughs> what you want me to chase him down and unsteal it? The thing you do with the the balls and the hair and the hair flip. You're a poser. You're a total poser. Total yeah. poser. Oh. Yeah. No. If you have some black widow, if you can't tell. Yeah. yeah. Um, Black Widow and Loki came out. Black Widow and Loki. And well, Loki didn't come out this week, but it like ended this week. It ended this week. Um. So yeah. <laughs> Tips class. So we're gonna be talking about those things today. Um, if you're worried about spoilers, we usually review and give like an overall rating, and then we get into spoilers. Mm. This is this is this is Marvel. This is. I think we can just spoil it. Are you crazy? I'm crazy. Okay, fine. I haven't now slept in a while. I'm drinking drinking some go go juice. What is go go juice? Go go juice. I don't even want to say what that sounds like. Um, having a good time. Let's you know, let's just talk. Let's just free reign it. Let's just go into the wild. Let let us off our leashes. Let's 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 gallop like wild stallions into the into the field of wonderfulness that is our new Marvel film that we have out. That's me gal. Well, that's actually the sound of a crow. <laughs> that's embarrassing. Let's get into Black Widow. Yeah. Um. 
Black Widow is the newest Marvel film. Scar- starring Scarlett Johansson. Yes, Scarlett Johansson. As well as Florence Pugh. As well as David Harbour. David Harbour, yes. Oh, excuse me. Oh, the director is um, Kate Shortland. Kate Ooh. Shortland? Yeah. Why are you talking like... Kate Shortland? Why are you talking like Harley Quinn? My goodness. Um, <laughs> you forgot to file your paperwork again. Um, yeah. Who directed Lore, Somersault, but a film that I've seen, and it's a really good film, Berlin Syndrome. I've never seen that. It's quite good. It's um, with um, Teresa Palmer. Good old Teresa. Really just Teresa Palmer. And it is a, it's a good like little indie film. I'd recommend. Um, but anyway, Black Widow. So this film takes place in the like MCU timeline between like Civil War like after Civil War, but before anything else starts, before like Endgame or Infinity War, any of that stuff. Yeah. So Precisely. it's kind of time when 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 Black Widow's on the run. She on the run for her life. Something da 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 da. When you been under the gun, you know what song I'm singing? I've been on the run, shadow weighs a ton. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. You know, I can't really make it love. Oh, no. Yeah, no, I can't really make it love. Oh, no. I said, okay, yeah. So, yeah. Natty, Natty Girl is on the run um, from, you know, the whole thing with the accords and all that. Yeah, which so, what's really funny enough has been brushed aside in, like, all the current Marvel movies. Like, it doesn't really matter anymore. Well, I feel like half when half the world got dusted, everyone was like... Mm-hmm. Well, everyone's back now, and to my knowledge, I don't think Spider-Man signed the Accords because he's a minor. Well, depending on how, like, Thunderbolt Ross, because th- in this, Thunderbolt Ross wasn't looking too good. So Dude, not Thunderbolt sure Ross was looking like... like like he was missing a couple boat bolts to be honest with you. Yeah, like he was walking with a cane, like maybe he didn't survive the five years. Too 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 good. Yeah, afterwards, like he just kind of yeah. withered away. He looked after- like he was being dusted this entire movie. Yeah. Um I'm not sure if that if that's the actor, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it turns out he's just sick or something and we're just being assholes. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? This movie is really good. Yeah, it's good. Some people have been saying it's awful. Some people have been saying it's great. I think I've it's been good. Mixed things with this one. Oh yeah. I heard um that the action scenes are great, but the but the family dynamics good. I mean, family dynamics bad. I've heard that the action scenes are good, but action scenes are bad, but the family dynamics good. I heard that people just can't get over that she, the mom like suffocates a pig for like five minutes. I, I couldn't either. I think that was just me. I no, it was me too. I was very uncomfortable the first time I saw it. Yeah. 
I was like, why? Alexi could have gone 11 more seconds without oxygen. I was like, shut up. And you're like, shut up, you rude lady, you suffocating a pig. And yeah. then you don't like that lady until, yeah. like, for the rest of the film. Pretty much, actually. Uh, <laughs> but you know what else was funny to me, too? Um, somehow, like, this is the movie, this is uh, the Marvel movie with, like, the least amount of, of, of powers. Oh, yeah. You know, and yet people feel more invincible in this one than they ever have before. Okay, Black Widow's like flying through the air, like skating on debris. Like she's flying through the air, fighting Taskmaster. Yeah. Taskmaster. In the air, like floating on debris and stuff. Like they're in crazy fight scenes in this. Yeah, um, she survives. A car crash that is, I please, oh, like I don't know how anybody survived that? Jeez, she, sur- she survives a motorcycle accident where I was like, I, I, she survives falling from like a five-story thing and lands on her feet after hitting like three different air conditioning units and a pipe, yeah. and I'm like, okay, yeah, I feel like there actually should have been a little bit more result of her getting her ass kicked you know yeah because she does get her ass kicked but it's not like there's no part of like her that kind of seems to need to take a rest you know i feel like they the reason they did it is because this is you know marvel doesn't have oh gosh whoops they only have one kind of other female-led superhero movie and I think it's like, oh, like we want, you know, our, our female superheroes to appear, you know, just as formidable as, as the male ones. It's like, yeah, but like, you can also make them relatable, like human. <laughs> like, it's like, what? Yeah. You just, at one point, they're like skydiving from a building that's exploding. And she just crashed through like a sheet of glass with no cuts, perfectly fine, going yeah. nine whatever meters per second out of the sky and i'm like that would you'd be dead you'd be so dead and she doesn't even flinch she just goes lands right afterwards and fights taskmaster like she didn't just die three seconds ago yeah it yeah i guess that that is a i'm just realizing this now while talking to you friend i was like oh yeah they do some cool action scenes and stuff like that and but one thing i do have to say is this is the probably the most brutal of all mcu films i would see i would say it's still on par to me with winter soldier because the boat fight scene in winter soldier was pretty crazy when he like kicks that guy across the at the beginning oh yeah yeah he kicks that guy and he goes like flying into that metal crater. He like stabs that guy's hand. That was okay. pretty bad. But dude, <clears throat> the, okay, Scarlett Johansson and Florence Pugh when they first meet up again. That was, that was pretty bad. They yeah. fight and like, they're like choking each other out, trying to like murder each other. Yeah. And it was like, it was very intense. The opening sequence of this, it's um showing this like family in a suburb of Ohio getting together with like um, David Harbour and what was that other actress's name that played like the the mom dynamic of the of the trio 
um, Rachel Wise. Rachel Wise, yeah. And like these two children. And I guess there's like this kind of, <clears throat> there's this thing that happens and they have to go and get on a plane and fly away really quick. And it's kind of like revealed through this that like David Harbour has super soldier serum because he's like flipping trucks and stuff. And you're like, what's going yeah. on? And then they get to where they're going and it turns out they're undercover. Yeah. And the children get separated from them. And there's this big opening title sequence of like th them going through like human trafficking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, to all like, set to like a slow um, acoustic cover of uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Yeah. And it's kind of eerie. It's very eerie. And I got like serious, like sc scary vibes. Like I was like crying. <laughs> like I was, I was a little unsettled. I was a little unsettled. I was unsettled for these children and that like creepy guy that was being like, oh, my children, yes. Mm. You're like, Ooh. Yeah, it's a fucking creep. Yeah, you you get that like you get that this guy has is so demented just from that opening that even though he isn't in the film that much, he I feel the weight of him. Yeah. Yeah. No, they made. They did a good job of making him a complete a-hole. Um, even the part at the end, like she, he's doing his, you know, classic, I'm a villain and I have a monologue before I kill you thing. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I like took advantage of like the world's most like useless resource or something, something like that. And then you expect him to say like, you know, like humans or something. And he's like, girls and you're like jesus christ i hate this guy i hate this guy i hate him i hate him yeah i you don't get like spoiler he dies but oh, i wanted God. it to be like brutal like i wanted to see him get like his head cut off or his face stabbed or something like i knew it was a marvel movie but still i was like show me this man dying please and I saw him like burst into flames and his like glasses fly off. And I was like, I guess that's enough. Like, is it though? I would love to see like he like the the explosion happens, and then you see the helicopter like fall, and then you see what happens to his body when it hits the ground. That yeah. would have been justice. Yeah. He and there's this like weird. There's this weird thing though with like the pheromones of the guy where he's like. If you smell me, you cannot do but harm on me. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Could you like psychologically condition them to when they smell his pheromones or something that they cannot do physical harm to him? So um, Black Widow just smacks her head on the on, yeah. on the desk. on the table, and then just like she's like, ah, I severed the nerve or right And that whole thing, I was like, wouldn't it be so funny if she just knocked herself out and that the movie just ended? She went. Oh yeah, he just backs up and just falls down, and he's like, oh, "I did not plan on this happening." Like that would have been golden, um, but it didn't happen. Um, yeah, so she's breaking us. Yeah, it's quite interesting. I guess that's the plot. Taskmaster was pretty cool. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. Can I get into, just to be clear, I like this movie, but can I get into where it fell short for me? Yes. Because it ties in to, I think, a missed opportunity. What? They couldn't, They I don't think they really fully committed to whether they wanted to do the, the kind of human trafficking story or if they wanted to do the kind of family story. Because, because they don't really commit to one. I was like, ah, uh, it just kind of turns into like, uh, what is, what is like cosmonaut call them? ERJBs, evil robot Jeff Bridges. That's kind of what <laughs> Taskmaster turns into. What? Okay, you know in Iron Man 1? Oh, yeah. Yeah, where it's like, oh, and now he's an evil robot. It, they pulled the like, ah, yeah, Natasha, uh, almost killed this girl and and now she's but it, oh he brainwashed her and put the chip on her head and she's still alive so now she's a bad guy and it's like okay okay now, that's cool and stuff but i think if they want it looks like they wanted to do the family thing right like mm-hmm. the family come wouldn't it have been awesome all right it's just a pitch and i'm not saying they should have but this is just what i think would have made a stronger character arc mm-hmm. right what if uh, the mom really was Taskmaster or something like that? Which sounds obvious, but here's how you play it. They start coming together as a family, and then it turns out that the mom is Taskmaster. And David Harbour, by the way, Red Guardian, who always talks about fighting Captain America in the movie, but you know he never did, gets mm-hmm. to fight someone who has, like, Taskmaster's power. Or, sorry, Captain America's, like, ability, because he studied the Avengers. So mm-hmm. it'd be like an equal fight. It'd be like him fighting Captain America. And he ends up sacrificing himself for like his daughters, right? So then it's like mm-hmm. they, you know, he his character arc goes full circle, right? He was lying about fighting Captain America and he's kind of a selfish prick. Well, now he dies for his daughters and he gets to fight Captain America and he mm-hmm. won. Cool, that's concluded. Now you have like, you know, uh, Yanla and... Uh, Natasha, who are like they now they're bond stronger sisters, and maybe they get to take down like what's his name, Drake off or something. Mm-hmm. The, the evil Russian, uh, the evil mustache twirly. They get to take him down together or something, and then they can do the thing where they fight the room of black widows. I always they should have done that together. That should have been like a cool tag team, and mm-hmm. that I think would have completed the. Because to be honest, the family stuff didn't hit as hard for me as I think they wanted yeah. it to. No, it didn't. Yeah. For me, I mean, anyways. I know that some people are saying they love it. And I like all of these actors. By the way, yeah. they, they all did a fine job. And Florence Pugh to me stole the show in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, she did great. And I loved her chemistry with everybody. Mm-hmm. But the family like dynamic thing, it felt very like... It takes so long for them to actually all come together. Like all four of them. That by the mm-hmm. time it's happening, like they want you to feel a bunch of stuff. And it's like, ah, yeah, but I don't really because... They have like one scene together. Yeah. Where they're at like her little pig farm thing. Yeah. Um how do I put this? Yeah, the at the little pig farm thing, that is kind of um that mix of that mix of them being family, but also like this weird thing of them also being in connection to this really really bad guy it yeah. kind of like clashes for me same but not in the way that i think the movie's 
trying to make me clash. I think it would be no. better if they leaned into that, being like, these are very broken people. Yes. Who are under brainwashed things. And like, I think it did kind of lean into that, where it was like Florence Pugh being like, this is my only family. At yeah. The dinner table scene. She, see, they kind of, and then they pulled back. But they totally should have. Because if you think about it, those two, like Natasha and Yelena, should, you know, be pissed at them for the fact that they were kids who were manipulated into this. And literally, she was, like, mind-controlled into this. Um, And then those two willing adults, like, took part. Oh, yeah. You know? And it's like, I feel like they, they would be mad. Oh, yeah, they way mad. And then there should have been like that's what I'm saying. There should have been some sort of redemption art mm-hmm. because they just kind of like, but you know, we've worked for this organization in our entire lives. But oh, caution to the wind! Let's do the right thing out of nowhere. Yeah. Like what? Well, I get <laughs> Alexi because they throw him in jail, and yeah, they are really mad at Alexi. But even what's her face is going to turn them in. And yeah. then, like, Natasha and her talk for five minutes, and then she's like, no, it's cool. Well, here's the plan. And it's like, what? Yeah. Like, what a quick yeah. switch. That I think that, that what's weird is, if they just steered into that, it would have been fine, because it yeah. actually creates tension, you know what I mean? Yeah. But they kind of, like, tried to ignore it. <laughs> it's like, well... Yeah. And I, but that uh, would be a big deal. And I like the... The scene in the prison was pretty cool. The prison escape, that was pretty good. Yeah. I did like that. There were, there's a lot of like, this is pretty good. That was pretty good. It's not my favorite MCU film. It's maybe on like no. Ant-Man level for me. Yeah, like, exactly. It's like. Do you want to rate it or do you, do you have more to say? Sorry. Um, I'll think that. Oh, you know what? Um, yeah, I already said I liked the acting. Um, the action was pretty good. Um, I felt sometimes they went a little too hard with the shaky cam, but other than that, yeah, like, but they do that in all of like their spy oriented ones where I'm like, can I just see what's happening? I thought Winter Soldier had a good balance. Yes. Um, in this one, there's a couple of times where I'm like, I, what's happening? What? Um, but other than that, like, action is pretty cool it still ends with like a big even though this is just like a regular person a big cgi explosion jump from the sky and it's like mm-hmm. what everyone would be dead right now like everyone yeah. so you have to suspend your disbelief a little bit for that but whatever it's a marvel movie i'm fine doing that but yeah no i had fun with it mm-hmm. that was a, a fun movie it surprisingly gets kind of dark at points yeah darker than i was expecting but you're right it's like a good solid you know movie in between the big gigantic movies definitely definitely and i feel like the people who hated this movie were people who expected it to be like an end game because they had to wait a year for it yeah well the only reason they had to wait a year for is because covid it's not their yeah yeah it's not not the studio's fault they weren't planning for this to be like the big release no no and it's not the studio's fault. I will say, I think they should have made this way earlier. I think they should have had faith in their female characters. Yes, definitely. Like this, this movie, I, I made a joke. I was like, this movie is so like, 
delayed that I wouldn't be surprised if the end credit scene was like a trailer for the Incredible Hulk. Like that's yeah, that's how delayed it is. But yeah, it was a pretty good film, and I hope that they do something more with um. Should we talk about the end credit scene? Yeah. Oh wait, did you slate it? Slate it. Give it your. Did oh, you give it my... your amount. Yeah, sure. Did you didn't get? Did you? No, I didn't. Okay. Um. Yeah, Black Widow. I had a good time with it. Um. There, there's like some stuff that didn't really work for me, but overall, it was a good time. It was good action. Acting was great. I I love the character Black Widow, so it was fun to see her kind of hold down the fort for a film. Um, and I'm kind of sad that we won't really see her in anything else, but I'm excited to see um, where this takes uh, Florence Pugh's character. So yeah. um, I'm going to go with a three and soft sticks out of five slates, three and a half, I think. Nice, nice. Um, I think, yeah, I did. I like the acting. I like some of the action scenes. Some of the plot elements maybe weren't as good. Some of the family dynamics maybe weren't as good. I really like the villain. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm going to give it four. I mean, th- not four. Three in soft sticks as well. Three and a half. Yeah. I think that's a fair rating for this. Yeah. I think it's it was good, though. Should we go on to the behemoth that is Loki? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Loki, 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 <laughs> for all time, always. Yeah. Um, this is Loki. It was a six-episode miniseries, well, TV series, I guess. There's because I think they're doing a season two. He will return in season two. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. We're gonna yeah. spoil this whole thing because we can't really talk about TV series without spoiling it. Yeah, for sure. It's on Disney Plus. It's six episodes. Just go watch it. Six episodes. Go watch it. It's on Disney Plus. Um, And if you don't care, then that's cool. Hopefully, it can be... um, We explain it well enough that it's kind of absorbable without having even seen the series. Let's try try and do that. Sometimes I feel like we talk about stuff and we're like, if you don't know... If you haven't seen it, then you're lost. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. I didn't want this to happen. Like this show, I was like going I was into upset this that this show was happening because I was like, <laughs> they killed this man off so many, so times many times, and finally gave him like a proper killing, proper ending, and yeah. now they're gonna bring him back because there's, there's like no an alternate universe Loki that like from a different timeline of of Avengers and and they're like, stop it. Stop it, please. I get Tom Hiddleston has a contract, but goddamn. Let it let the man rest. Let it he's died like every movie he's in. (laughs) Yeah. Um and even in the series, I thought he was he was dead for a second there. Yes. Stop fake killing Loki. So this show picks up when he picks up the the cosmic cube, the, the tesseract, as they say. Um, yeah. At in Avengers Endgame and disappears, you know that whole thing where it's like, yeah. oh, let's end up a series. Yeah. And then he gets caught by this thing called the the TVA. 
Yeah. The Time Variance Association, whatever yeah. it is. Alliance? Yeah. Alliance. That's what it is. Yeah. And they're in charge of keeping the timeline pure and holy of one timeline. One, one timeline. So anytime someone does something they're not supposed to do and they like break off into their own kind of variant thing, they take those variants out. They're in charge of the keeping the timeline sacred. And they explain all this with a little Mr. DNA um, clock. <laughs> yes, complete with the Southern accent. Mrs. Yeah. DNA. Yeah. I was like, this is just Mr. DNA, but a clock. I know. Um, it's so good. Mr. DNA being the little DNA thing from Jurassic Park. Um, so yeah, and then they take him there. And then they tell Loki that there is another variant Loki um, who is running amok in the timelines or whatever. So they enforce his help. Own Wilson, Mobius. Oh, um, yeah. what? Who works for the TDA. Wow. <laughs> gets, gets Loki's help to track this variant down. And then some hijinks ensue. And uh, then you have a show. That's kind of the premise of the show. Too. It turns out that like this variant that they're chasing is like a female version of Loki. Yeah. And that um, this female version of Loki is like hiding in the ends of apocalypses. So like when there's a disaster and like everybody dies, there's no witnesses. That's where they go and chill and able to avoid the TVA's kind of censors. Yeah. So what happens next kind of strange because loki loki falls in love with himself yeah like the female version of himself and i feel like they don't address it enough um and they like because of like the them falling in love they've like created such a variant that it's like one in a million variant and you're like what the heck is going on uh-huh and uh and then it turns out that the entire tva are all variants that have been mm. employed um to work at the tva and their memories are wiped so they don't know this and that um it, it goes a little deeper because there's a villain that's behind everything or a yeah so basically what happens with variants when they catch when the variants that are running the tva catch variants that are like off the timeline they dust them they basically like thanos them but like they have like a thanos stick you know like turns them into yellow dust and they get put in this thing that's this part of time that's like at the end of time beyond time and there's this big cloud that eats them but beyond the cloud our two Lokis find out because they both get dusted yeah they find out that there's somebody waiting for them because they're the timekeepers that they thought they were running in TVA but they turn out to be robots so they get to this place and there's this 
cheeky guy sitting there on the top of the castle. Yeah. With ruling over everything. Is communication with the with the kind of villain that we've seen so far who's kind of the 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 manager of the TVA. Although yeah. she doesn't know what's going on, she's still like she's still stuck in her ways. Yeah, the Wizard of Oz himself. The Wizard um, of Oz himself. By the way, to get to this place, um, he also came across a bunch of other variant Lokis. Yes. Um, one being classic Loki, played by Richard E. Grant, which is like Loki, but in like the classic costume. There's Kid Loki. There's like Crocodile Loki. Um, so yeah, Loki. but yeah, Black Loki. <laughs> yeah, there's different Lokis. Um, anyways, but that doesn't really matter because they're in there for like an episode anyways. And then him and Sylvie, which is the name of female Loki, get to the, the end and it's like it's Kang the Conqueror um, who has actually been running the whole the show the whole time. And he's kind of this goofy guy and he's like, listen, um, you know, essentially you can take my place here and keep the timelines in order. Or you can not, like, kill me. You can kill me and let the timelines go all crazy. But then there's other versions of me that are evil that are, like, going to come and, like, destroy everything. And then, like, you're like, oh. Um, and then Sylvie and Loki smooch, and I wanted to kill myself. And then <laughs> in what has to be, the most awkward MCU kiss in the history of MCU, which, by the way, is quite the feat because Steve Rogers kissed the niece of his wife. Yeah. So you let that sink in. You um, let that sink in, people. You let that sink in. So they kiss, and then she sends Loki back to the TVA and kills Kang, and he's like, ah, <laughs> you're lost, bitch. And then you see all the timelines going, oof. And then after that, Loki's like, what's going on? And he tries to find Mobius, and then Mobius doesn't remember who he is, and he sees there's a big statue of Kang. Oh no! Where the TVA used to be is now like run by Kang. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um. Um. They pull a they pull a Planet of the Apes. Yeah. You God damn you all! You yeah. Um yeah wow so so that's a lot that was a lot that we just explained in like seven minutes yeah okay do you feel like um just changed female loki's name to sylvie so it wasn't like i love you loki i love you too loki Loki. loki's kissing loki 100 percent. what are you doing step bro this is so wrong um (laughs) Okay, I'm just gonna... no, not not even. What are you doing, self? What are you... It's like, <laughs> it's okay, like... isn't it just like masturbation at that point? It's so he's such a narcissist. Yeah, that he fell in love with himself. It's actually horrible. Um, it's actually, it's you know, it's become the the cinematic universe is becoming like the comics when yeah. they have sh- when they have shit like this. <laughs> Them we're falling straying, in love with themselves. We're straying away from Iron Man one. Yeah. Um. The next, I swear, the next like, su- Spider Man movie is gonna be like the whole like clone saga. Oh yeah. Well, it is. Like They're the, doing like a multiverse Spider Man movie. 
he'll like make a deal with the devil to like stop that you stop <laughs> i if they make one more day an actual part of the mcu i i'm done like that will actually be my last straw um it's pretty i don't know i feel like we're just focusing on that on okay <laughs> but this series altogether was pretty there were some episodes that were just filler like that whole thing of like sylvie and loki in the uh-huh. in the apocalypse in the like a moon's gonna crash into this planet it was a cool setting yeah. but you didn't need to stay there for a whole episode i okay here's the thing dude um i love marvel yeah um i love it and literally my dream would be in some capacity to work on one of the movies in some shape or form just like to be involved in a marvel movie or show or something like that would be like the dream right this is coming from the heart of a true fanboy and i mean no disrespect i'm sure everyone worked really hard in this show um this was not for me this is not for you this was not for me this show um what do you mean spencer i mean this show is the definition of like it's not a show it's not like a a loki story i came expecting a loki story and what i got was a bunch of exposition for what they want to do this show cannot it does not stand by itself it does not work outside of the mcu if you take an mcu movie like yes Iron Man 1 is technically the setup of an entire universe. Although I can watch it as the movie and it's just a movie. You can enjoy the movie for being a movie. This slowly we've gotten to a point where everything has to mean something. And it's like, oh God, to the point where like, but I didn't even get, I didn't get anything I wasn't really expecting. I, I with the timeline thing, I thought they would have taken advantage of the whole multiple Loki thing, but they didn't. They did it for like one episode. And I was like, what? And then we get to the end and it's like, ah, the bad guy isn't the bad guy. And it's like, yeah, but we knew that when they killed the, the TVA like robot things. And it turned out that was a hoax. And now I, I just figured it was Kang because internet. And now it's Kang. And now it's just like, I, and I, the Loki's arc is essentially, oh, I, I, I love myself you know like literally he literally loves himself and it's like i just it wasn't for me i'm sorry i don't hate it it just it didn't hit the spot for me loki's arc is to become a good person yeah he becomes the person that's like maybe we should keep things stable maybe i sh- maybe we shouldn't be like Although he's like offered some sort of throne, he's more of like, there are stuff that needs to be, I can't just like mess with everything. I can't be the, the God of mischief anymore. I can't just be mischievous about everything, but I, I literally don't care about him anymore. Dude, (laughs) by the end of the series, I'm like. I've literally seen like 15. I'm so sick of Loki. I'm so, by the end of the series, I was like, 
I was so happy with this cool Kang thing. This ending with this like multiverse and this like multiple versions of the sky and this whole universe change and opening up a whole realm of possibilities. And it's like, Loki's going to be back for season two. I don't give a, f- a shit. But that's the problem. Don't you understand? In a show named Loki, it's surprising how little I give a crap about Loki. Yeah. I don't. And the thing is, it's not like it was hard to. And by the way, the arc of him becoming a good person is AKA everything he's been in since Avengers. He's done this arc like 30 times. Oh, it's the god of mischief, but he secretly has a heart of gold. And he, he doesn't want to help Thor, and he hates Thor. But actually, he's going to sacrifice himself in Endgame. Like, I've seen, I've seen this arc, and I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm so done. And it's, it would be so easy, because Tom Hiddleston is so likable. It'd be so easy just to make, like, a look. But no, I care more. That's what I'm saying. This is not a show. I care more about what this means for the MCU than I do what it means for Loki. And yet his name is in the show they should just call it all you know like it's like a little catalog they release before they start a new comic series it's like marvel now like uh, what to expect when we launch marvel i just ugh, i don't i cared so little about loki and it's his own show i do think we needed some parts of the show yes to because, because it explains uh, stuff because the tva being like why has there not been multiverse before? Why yeah. have we not like experimenting with time in this way? Why haven't we not seen these variants? Experimenting with all this different stuff, why haven't we seen the result of the multiverse on this on the on the universe that we're living in? Um but the whole TVA thing and the whole Kang the Conqueror thing. That was my big takeaway from the show. I really liked the whole yes. world building of the TVA. I really liked Owen Wilson um, with that whole character arc that he had of being like, this is what I've been working for this whole time. And now I, we've been lied to. Yeah. Um, I really liked a lot of stuff with that. I really liked Sylvie. Yeah. But Loki himself. What that I didn't I didn't appreciate I didn't like him, cause I didn't, yeah yeah I didn't to be honest I came into this being like I'm sick of Loki and I came out of it even more sick of Loki. You see that's the thing I came in pretty optimistic, um and I I watched the first episode like on a FaceTime with like a friend who like was you know reasonably excited. Mm-hmm. um and like i started and i was like yeah this could be potential but they don't like it's not actually a loki show and the things that i like about it aren't to do with this show it just means where it could go you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's it's like it's like if someone would you would you rather have this six episode series right that is coming back for season two although i don't know why we need to um no or would you rather have what they explained to us in this show just kind of be explained in a movie, like an Avengers movie? Because honestly, the actual stuff that is explained could be explained in about five minutes. We explained the entire show in less than 10 minutes. You could explain that. And you know what? You know what would be great? I won't have to waste six episodes of filler because nothing happens in like three of the out of the six episodes. There's just like a lot of walking 
and pointless conversation. I think this could have been like a like a three episode series. I think it could have been just a movie. Or a movie. Yes. And I would have really liked it. Yeah. The like the amount of filler in it, I'm not really sure about, but I But then again, I did like when it was like when we have these two versions of Loki, right? Yeah. Getting to this destination. And then that final episode, I really, really liked the final episode. Yeah. This ended, this stuck the landing. Because they got to this King the Conqueror. And there was this big conversation scene of them talking about this whole kind of the exposition of this whole thing. But it was necessary. It was, was, I've been waiting for somebody to explain this to me. Yeah. And that fight of their like, the like two ideas of how to run the world. It was like a philosophical debate kind of. Yeah, one way really. Yeah. I ate that up. I ate that shit. One, well, it's you know what it is. I get what it's a metaphor for because it's two sides of himself. It he represents the part of himself that wants to be a better person, and she represents the part of himself that hasn't gotten to that stage yet. And by what they're doing with that kiss is he's forgiving himself for being that way. He's literally loving himself, and I'm fine with that um i just i'm like i just don't care i'm sorry i don't like i don't that sounds really harsh and it sounds like i hate this show i don't hate this show it just like i thought there was a lot of wasted potential i thought they could have done a lot with like the other lokis too um but they ended up just kind of again another bit of filler where it's like oh we have to get past this dust cloud and then all of the other lokis go away afterwards so it's like why I, I was actually kind of digging the whole like other Loki's kind of prospect and like the kid Loki like killed Thor I was like that could have been like an interesting nope no yeah just nope Shoo-doo! shoved away or like you said the episode where they're on like a planet that's dying it looks cool but I'm like okay what did we need that whole thing to talk about Loki's love life, you know? Yeah, they're like, yeah, it was too... Oh. Yeah. Oh, I liked Owen Wilson, and I liked the chemistry him and Tom Hiddleston had together, and I thought that was good. Yeah, but unfortunately, Tom so little of the show is actually them. Yeah. yeah. It was advertised like that, but in reality, most of the show is, like, he breaks away from the TVA by, like, episode three. So then the whole other half of the show isn't really with them. And I don't know, man. Like, I don't, like I said, I don't hate it. And I like what it means. And I like the possibilities it opens up. Because now we can have, like, different versions of characters. And, like, hey, maybe if you don't like this version, maybe you can like that. Like, it, it's endless now. There's an endless possibility. And it explains why this didn't happen before. So it's good for that reason. And I think they did this setup well. I just think that they chinced on the actual Loki bit of Loki. Like, if you're going to make a show about a character, make it about the character. I don't know. I feel like the director wanted to. I feel like the director wanted to, and something else happened where they had to do setup, you know? Yeah, the the show, the director, because I guess it's a six-part series, they only have one director, is um Kate Heeren. 
Yeah. Um, director on Sex Education. Good show. I like sex, sex Education. The Daybreak movie was that, is that a movie or TV series? TV series. Daybreak. Um, and some other stuff. It's yeah. It's it's good. It's pretty good. I really like the last episode. But I'm not if I don't hear stuff about season two that I need to see, I might not watch season two. I I will like I said, I'm a complete Marvel shill and fanboy, and I will watch anything they put out because that's who I am. But I I honestly maybe it's just me, and I don't want to say this because I feel like I, I'm burning an invisible bridge to a company that I want to work with, but I haven't yet. So maybe, I don't know, but I'm going to say it anyways, because I'm going to be honest. Um, the last year of Marvel entertainment has been like, none of it was bad, really. Right. I liked all of it, but I haven't felt that like magic spark that I used to get when I watched these movies. Maybe, maybe it's not their fault. Maybe I'm just getting older. You know, but Endgame was kind of the last one where I felt that, like, you know, that jolt. Like, I remember when I watched Iron Man as, like, a kid, there was, like, a feeling of, like, something magic just happened. Maybe, mm-hmm. it's, like I said, maybe it's because I was a kid and now I'm not. Maybe that's me coming to terms with my own self. But, like, that, when I first saw Avengers in the theater, this is magic, you mm-hmm. know? um guardians of the galaxy this is this is something special and as it's gone on infinity war and endgame i was like but everything since then i've kind of just been like like i like it it's good but i'm not it doesn't i there's no way to describe it other than it's not hitting me it feels like there's like ah. i felt it with everything since and uh, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's the pandemic too, because their release schedule was all shuffled. But I'm waiting for something to grab me in again, back into this universe. Oh, buddy, that I I'm scared to say that, by the way, because that is not a popular opinion. That I will be shot. Well, no, I understand it. I definitely, definitely understand it. People going into this, I feel like I was the perfect person to watch this. Because I came to this sick of Loki. And I right. exited it sick of Loki. But <laughs> what, I, what I got out of the other stuff, this Kang the Conqueror guy, yeah. he seems like a freaking cool villain. Yeah. This whole, like, multiverse. This is an excellent way to introduce him and be like, maybe it didn't exist before. I thought they were just going to be like, oh, yeah, it exists now. When, yeah, like, same. Spider-Man came around. Oh, multiverse, yeah, exists. We're going to go into timelines and stuff. But this awesome way of explaining that there was one timeline beforehand. And, like, look back at, like, the the um, the stream that um, in Avengers Endgame, when um, Tilda Swinton's character, Grandmaster, whatever her name, whatever her name is. Baldly. Um, um, Master of Magics, I forget what it's called. The Oracle. When, <laughs> when she's like explaining the timeline and takes away, it looks like what you see in yeah Loki. 
like there's yeah. these webs of connection that I'm like, this is really cool. So I loved everything about this, except for Loki, mm. which is the name of the show. Yeah. And there was a bunch of filler. Mm-hmm. And most of it was concerning Loki. And yeah. I didn't really care for it. So I'm going to be honest. I, I Before this was coming out, I was like, why isn't Loki staying dead? Keep him dead. It, it builds tension, at least, because, you know, people can die in this universe. You know? Yeah. Calling you is Batman. Consequences. I that see that again. Spider-Man Two. Every time I think about it, I feel the magic I'm missing, dude. There's consequences. That's what's missing. Do you remember the days of consequences? I felt it in Infinity War. They screwed up, and there was a consequence. Where are the consequences? You know, where are the people are just flying around, willy nilly, flitzing about. Anything Loki's died like four times, and yet where is he? He has a show. There's no stakes, there's no consequences. Keep somebody dead for Christ's sake. Yeah. And I feel like that's just because the Marvel Cinematic Universe is becoming more and more like the comics. Yeah. Where it's like there's change, but it's only to go back to normal. There's like literally the- there's literally a show coming out called What If. Where they're mm-hmm. gonna do Elseworld storylines. Yeah. It's becoming like the comics. Yeah. And a piece of it is like like I like I I I should be really excited about what's happening right now. Okay? Think about what's happening right now. Okay? Captain America's black. Vision's white. <laughs> the, you, you, the, the Kang. The Conqueror is going to be like a villain. The, the X-Men and Fantastic Four could come. There's endless possibilities. Literally, there is like, I've never seen, I've never seen a, something so open as this. You know, if you showed, if you told me this was going to happen when I was like six years old, I would have flipped out and said, what? No way. Okay, the fact that I, I could see Spider-Man in the X-Men movie now is, is, is a possibility. You know, like all these things are opening up. And yet I just don't really feel that excited. I think I'm like, I think I'm just done right now. And this show didn't really help. It really didn't. Oh God, I feel, I feel simultaneously horrified for my life because I can't, I haven't been able to say this to anyone because everyone I talk to, I feel like I'm living in some sort of sick world where like no one is feeling what i'm feeling okay i've talked to my friends and they're like it was great what are you talking about like <laughs> is this the truman show what's happening it what it is is um i feel like it's the phantom menace like you hear all these stories back in in 1999 when people come out of the phantom menace and they're like what are you talking about? It was a great movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> George Lucas was the best. What, what are you talking about, man? Yeah, you're like, and, <laughs> and now crazy. it's like, now it's like 22 years later and we're like, it's it bad. Yeah. So we, but see, I, I can see through the veil. Because I don't really care anymore. 
<laughs> I'm not really like a big. I wasn't like, oh, I loved Avengers, like the yeah. first one, and I watched it like ten times. But yeah. then like Avengers: Age of Ultron came out, and I was like, this is crappy. What am I? Yeah, no, it was and that kind of like broke my mind. It and broke your spells. Uh, See, I had my. No, it's just after that. Also, yeah. it's like. If you're going to continue to make them, I'm fine. But you see, you hit your, your trance, you were broken out of your trance early, you know? So you come to terms with everything. I'm like, I, and the thing is, I just hope I want to be entranced again. Don't you understand? It's not fun to like, like dislike something that everyone else likes. It feels like you're going crazy. This is not fun for me. And everyone is saying, what are you talking about? And I'm like, the, the spell's been broken, okay? I've been waking out of the Matrix. There's a big robot sitting on... <laughs> it's doing that. I get flushed down the toilet, and now I'm eating slop with Cypher. And I'm like, I want to go back in. I want to go back into the real world where Marvel movies made me cry out of happiness. I skipped school to see Endgame. I skipped it. I would have skipped lunch to see Loki. You understand? understand the fall from grace like i'm so upset i'm sorry i i've been lying to my friends i've been saying i like it i didn't like it i didn't like it i didn't like it and i'm saying it i'm um, saying it. i'm sorry marvel i don't care if you're not gonna hire me anymore i have to be honest i love you i'll see everything you do i love please i'll give you my money 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 i'll give it to you here it goes but i this was not i can't do it please Please, it's Come back, Marvel. Come back, baby. Spencer, it's oh, okay to God, not like hurts. something. <sighs> it's okay so not to like something. I know. It's just like, look, you just went through it with Ryan the Last Dragon. I was like, what are you talking about? It's fine. And you're like, ah, it's just, it, it made you mad, right? It made you mad. And yeah. no one understands why. This, this is my Ryan. This is your this is your Raya, I guess. Um Spencer, what are you are you gonna rate this like a zero? No, I don't it's just I don't think it's a zero. There's moments of like actual decent stuff in here. It's just the fact that it's six episodes long and the stuff that's decent is probably an episode's worth. You see that like you see that the last episode I really enjoyed, but it's like I've sat through five of them. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. Can you write this first? I need some time to cool down. I'm like shaking. Uh, That fourth one alone. I mean, not that fourth one. The sixth one alone would have been like a 4.5. Yeah. Just that. Easy. But because it's in the grander scheme of things, it bumps it way down. Not way down. But I'm going to give it a 3 out of 5. At 60%, it's pretty good. It's doing all right. Yeah. It's not, it hasn't knocked it out of the park. And the main character is one that I don't care for anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. And if you're going to have a season two, yeah, that's a problem. I, I, th- I think you should have killed them a long time ago. Maybe have him in this for a little bit and then bring in the alternate version of him played by Sylvie, played by what's what's her name? Sophia de, um, de Martino. 
Yeah. And had her be the the main the main person of the series. Cause I yeah. uh, Tom Hiddleston, take a break, man. Dude, I know it's it pains me to say it. I know what you're saying because it's true. It's so true. It's like imagine, uh, let me pitch you this. What if the show was a two and a half hour movie that is the first episode and the last episode? I'd be fine. I'd be good. You know what I mean? Like, what if it's like, here's what the TVA is. This is Sylvie. They go on like a mini adventure and then it concludes with Kang. That would have been fine. It's the fact that it's six episodes long and and really I, I care about nothing that's happening on screen and I feel nothing and I should feel everything. You're right. You're right. It's like what? Oh, God, it just hurts. Like you've been apparently awakened since 2015. So I'm sure you're over this by now. But it's just, oh, God, look at my what my life oh god dropping everything this is the prowler this is the private action figure the prowler right spider-man here spider-man here okay you understand silver surfer a burger king silver Surfer. i pledged my life to this and i just feel so let down and I want someone to make it okay again. I, I feel like I'm naked and it's raining and I'm in Times Square shucking and jiving. Oh God. Someone someone put me back to sleep. I don't like the Sorry. world I woke up to. Is have you just like loved everything MCU has done before this? Yes. Ooh. Even when it wasn't good. Age of Ultron was not good. Iron Man 2, not good. Yeah. Not good. Didn't you realize it then that they can make mistakes? But it still had... They came off the heels of something electric. Iron Man 2. I I loved Incredible Hulk as a kid. What kid loves that movie? It's practically nothing for two hours. I love that, okay? And Iron Man 2 came off the heels of Iron Man 1. There was still some electricity. Robert Downey Jr. was quipping. He was going. The Black Widow was flipping. She was flowing. Okay, it has some electricity. Age of Ultron came after Guardians of the Galaxy. All right, it has some electricity. And this year, this gap year, with these fine shows, these fine filler shows, you know, nothing electric, just a little Marvel spice. It felt like someone was throwing salt. Here, have some salt on your burger. A little salt, salt. Here comes WandaVision, it's fine. Here comes Captain America and the Winter Soldier, and it's fine. And here comes Black Widow, and it's it's fine. And here comes Loki, and it's fine. And I'm like, when's it going to be good again? It's been fine for a year. There's no electricity. There's nothing to tie me over. Someone help me. I'm shaking. Oh, my God. I'm actually having a panic attack right now. Oh, Right, what am I giving this oh out of gosh. five slates? I don't even care anymore. I'm gonna just say what I feel. 2.5 out of five slates. Two and a tail slate. I'm sorry to everyone I lied to and said I like this show. I just wanted to feel what you were feeling. I looked at you in your eyes. It was like a hex. I couldn't understand. I was like, are we in WandaVision? What's happening? Does no one understand? Like, have we just abandoned the idea of character development? Is that gone? Like, are we not allowed to yeah. do that anymore? Have we abandoned the idea of structure or entertainment? H- have we? 
Oh, oh, is this what it's gonna be? Am I gonna be oh. going to Marvel movies until I'm forty years old? Just, just, just feeling nothing. Just, just walking out, saying, "Well, it's what I do now. It's my life." Have I spent thousands of dollars on merchandise? Have I dedicated my life to this cause? Oh. Like, like this was, this was. You know what Star Wars is for you? That was this was this for me, and I had what you had with Marvel happened to me with Star Wars when I was a kid and I was watching all of them in order and then I watched the prequels and said okay it's not impervious and I let it go and then mm -hmm. when the shoddy new trilogy came out that was very spotty and I actually didn't you know another controversial take I don't mind Last Jedi okay what's wrong with it it's not that bad uh, anyways my top five, yeah. yes it's not that bad so <laughs> When this happened to me, when I, I came to this realization as I watched the final moments of Loki, and I tried to stifle it because everyone was telling me, oh, it's so good. Have you seen it? Isn't Tom Hillston something? Isn't he something? Can't you wait for season two? Oh, I can wait. I can wait forever. I don't want to see it. I don't want to, but I'm going to have to. Oh. Spencer, it's, it's okay, man. It's good. We we got through it. We reviewed it. Your opinion is out there now, man. You got oh. that. And you oh, know what? Horrible. They're never gonna hire me now. Shang Chi, coming up soon. I'm that might be a Fantastic I'm film. I really hope it is. I really or, do. Or it might be okay. And you know what? It's fine either way. No. Because we got we got. A bunch of other movies that's doing the the quiet place two is just really good i'm sure there's other movies not marvel that are really good carson carson i'm getting scared i feel like wow. my enthusiasm like i feel like i'm something's wrong okay the last like movies that really took me back you know when i really think about it what movie last made the biggest impact on me and it was like oscar season stuff like when i watched all the movies for the oscars the father you know all that great yeah. you know i'm a big fan and never really sometimes always all those really made me feel something and now i haven't had that in a while it's like a drug i'm trying to go back and watch movies i haven't seen before that i heard were good to try and recapture the high that was that, and I, it used to be I could put on a Marvel movie and it would take me. All I have now is Spider-Man 2, okay? And and like Into the Spider-Verse and like, in like Avengers is good. And it feels like, and the Guardians is good and Iron Man's good. And then, yeah. and then I think about it and I'm like, wait, the cracks were always here. You're right. There was, we, we, we all just forget that like Age of Ultron was bad, like it was bad. And it was an Avengers movie mm -hmm. and, and no one talked about it. Everyone just kind of was like, hey, it's fine. And then we all just moved on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know why, it was pretty crap. It was bad. Like I, Ant-Man uh, and the Wasp, it wasn't that good. Ant-Man and the Wasp, I actually kind of liked. I liked it, but like about as much as I like, I don't know. Black Widow. This, yeah. I guess. Like I just thought it was 
I was like, yeah, it's a little fun. But I, it, it, had, it was with the knowledge that this wasn't, like it never advertised itself as the next Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what I mean? All these shows are coming at me like they're just going to. Spencer, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay, man. I, I, I'm yeah. having a nervous breakdown because I feel like, you know what it is? I'm finding the fact that I feel like I'm growing up. I feel like I'm growing up and I feel like if I grow up, I won't be able to take this with me and it's scaring me. It's scaring me. I'm, I'm hanging on. I'm hanging on to my lightsaber and I'm, I'm, I'm curling up. It feels like I'm in eternal sunshine of a spotless mind and like all of my memories are running away and I'm trying to just cling on to it. Spencer? Okay, man. We gotta end this podcast. That's we gotta end this podcast, man. Um, go watch Field of Dreams. That's got some. That's got some love and magic in it. I'm, I'm gonna watch Field of Dreams. Go watch Field of Dreams. It's good. It makes you feel good. <laughs> You've been listening to babbling with the boys. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. I'm sorry that for the last 20 minutes I full on just freaked out. I I never experienced I legitimately forgot we were recording something. Like I just everything I've been feeling since the premiere of this episode just flooded out of me. Well, and I'm did. sorry I had to subject you to that. Um to you and to the to the the our audience, our small audience. <laughs> <sighs> I hope this gets buried with the sands of time when I No, this is gonna be our this is gonna be a blow-up episode watch. This is gonna be the one that this is gonna be the one that blows up. I'm Car Survey <laughs> and share this video across the internet. <laughs> Please. Other people need to wake up to this from, from the see from the sleep of from the sleep, sleep of, of the Marvel Universe. It's Disney, too. They're trying to trance us with the remakes. Look, I I just want to say, um, you know, what has happened here today was something that I usually wouldn't share with the public. And I'm, I, I am now people, any of my friends who listen to this, they're going to, it's over. They're leaving me. My life is over. Leaving I, you? I came out as gay in 1943. Like my life is over, and oh gosh. every dream and aspiration I had is just. But you know what? You cannot deny this. I don't think anyone has the passion I have enough to do what I just. I legitimately lost my mind. I I can hire me. I will direct the shit out of your next Marvel movie. You know why? Because I care too much. Far too much. All right. Um. If, if you liked what you're getting in your ear holes, get them in your eye holes. Go look, look us up on YouTube. I'm battling with the boys, boys with a Z. Um, we're on Facebook, Instagram. If you're watching us on YouTube, check us out on the podcast, wherever you can get your podcasts. Um, yeah, and conspiracy theorists, unite. Stop talking about microchips getting plugged in through the, through the vaccine. Start talking about the the Disney the Disney machine poisoning the minds of our children like young Spencer here.
I was brainwashed for so long, and and finally, finally, Loki, like Florence Pugh and Black Widow, just cracked that that red elixir over his head. I don't. (laughs) And welcome back to reality. I'm here. It's been so long, and now I'm more passionate than ever to direct a, a comic book movie because. I will care more than I should. I would die for this, and that's not good. Uh, no, I'm not sure that's good. Um, but you know what? You know what is good? It's good to stay spicy. Spicy. God damn it. Okay.